Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. I have dealt with them and hidden my face from them. You ever wonder why it's so hard? Why it's like the church was Jewish and then they just completely rejected Jesus and, and, and won't even talk to you now many times about Christ. God says he, he's, he's hidden his face from them. He has blinded their eyes, we're told in the New Testament, for the time being. It's shocking the brazen rejection that Christ faces in this world. Never has there existed a message as full of grace and hope, but for many it costs too much. As Pastor Robert will explain in today's message, the sad truth is that many harden themselves so much that God eventually just stops intervening. Now let's join Pastor Robert in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 38, for Community Night on Main Thing Radio. At this point, whatever God does, He makes it very clear here that it is His judgment. You know, over the over the years, people have speculated. Like, you know, I'm surprised we haven't heard even more of it than we have concerning coronavirus. Is this God's judgment? He says right here in verse 22, this is going to be judgment. It's going to get really, really bad for these troops, these armies that come down from the north. From the north. In verse 23, God says, in this way, thus I will magnify myself and sanctify myself, and I will be known in the eyes of many nations. Have you ever heard somebody ask the question, if, if God is all-powerful, and why doesn't he do something? He plans to. Timing is everything. Timing is everything. He keeps telling us over and over and over and over, you need to be watching what's going on in the world. Because the day is fast approaching when God will sanctify his name in the earth. In other words, every nation will be confronted with the reality of his existence and his power. It's going to be really, really hard to, to be an atheist when this stuff starts happening. There's no indication in, in the Bible here, and it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen, but there's no indication that Israel's going to defend itself, that anybody else is going to step up. And, you know, it, it seems like God himself is stepping into this so that nobody else gets the glory, so that everybody knows that he's done this. Chapter 39, and we'll read through 39 fairly quickly, and then we'll be done. And you, son of man, prophesy against Gog and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. And I will turn you around and lead you on, bringing you up from the far north and bring you against the mountains of Israel. Then I will knock the bow out of your left hand 
and cause the arrows to fall out of your right hand. You shall fall upon the mountains of Israel. You and all your troops and the peoples who are with you, I will give you to birds of prey of every sort and to the beasts of the field to be devoured. You shall fall on the open field, for I have spoken, says the Lord God. And I will send fire on Magog. Now, what's Magog again? Anybody? Yeah, not the Russian people. Russia. You see, there's a shift here now. The, the armies are falling on the fields in Israel, and God is sending fire, he says, on Magog and on those who live in security in the coastlands. Then they will know that I am the Lord. So I'll make my holy name known in the midst of my people Israel and will not let them profane my holy name anymore. Then the nation shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One in Israel. Surely it is coming and it shall be done, says the Lord God. This is the day of which I've spoken. Then those who dwell in the cities of Israel will go out and set on fire and burn the weapons, both the shields and the bucklers, the bows and the arrows, the javelins and spears. They'll make fires with them for seven years. They will not take wood from the field nor cut down any from the forest because they'll make fires with the weapons and they'll plunder those who plundered them and pillage those who pillaged them, says the Lord God. It will come to pass in that day that I will give Gog a burial place there in Israel, the valley of those who pass by east of the sea, and it will obstruct travelers because there they will bury Gog and all his multitude. Therefore, they will call it the valley of Ham, the valley of Haman Gog, the valley of the multitude of Gog is what that means. For seven months, the house of Israel will be burying them in order to cleanse the land. Indeed, all the people of the land will be burying, and they will gain renown for it. They'll, they'll be famous for burying the armies, for on, um, will gain renown for it on the day that I'm glorified, says the Lord God. They will, be, they will set apart men regularly employed, so they're going to hire people to do the burying with the help of a search party to pass through the land and bury those bodies remaining on the ground in order to cleanse it. At the end of seven months, they'll make a search. The search party will pass through the land. When anyone sees a man's bone, he shall set up a marker by it till the barriers have buried it in the valley of Haman Gog. The name of the city will also be Hamonah. Thus they shall cleanse the land. Now, let's see, going back to verse 11, it will come to pass in that day that I'll give Gog a burial place there in Israel, the valley of those who pass by east of the sea, and it will obstruct travelers because there they will bury Gog and his multitude. The, um, the valley of the travelers, and I think the King James Version actually says it in that way, um, that it'll take place in the, in the valley, the, the burial place of Gog will be in the, in the valley of, of the travelers, and it'll become known as the valley of the multitude of Gog, the valley of Haman Gog. And, and that's one of the ways we know this is a completely different battle, because we know exactly where, you know, Armageddon means the hill of Megiddo. And it's one of the sites that we visit when we go there, and you can see the valley. We've got, I've got pictures of the valley of, uh, the, the Jezreel Valley is the valley of Armageddon down below the, the hill of Megiddo. And that's not where this is. This is 
over near Jordan, the east side, he says, those who pass by east of the sea. Um, and it's an interesting thing, just the way it's worded. It's caused some to speculate. You know, they're going to hire people. They're going to go through the land after they've buried all the bodies. You know, they'll go through just looking just in case there's a stray bone or anything like that. And, you know, could it be that it's because of the um, radiation or whatever? And who knows? Because, again, there's, there's, there's no indication here that anybody other than God himself intervenes. Verse 17, as for you, son of man, thus says the Lord God, speak to every sort of bird, to every beast of the field. Assemble yourselves and come, gather together from all sides to my sacrificial meal, which I'm sacrificing for you, a great sacrificial meal on the mountains of Israel, that you may eat flesh and drink blood. You shall eat the flesh of the mighty, drink the blood of the princes of the earth, of rams and lambs, of goats and bulls, all of them fatlings of Bashan. You shall eat fat till you're full and drink blood till you're drunk at my sacrificial meal, which I'm sacrificing for you. You shall be filled at my table with horses and riders, with mighty men, with all the men of war, says the Lord God. I will set my glory among the nations. All the nations shall see my judgment, which I've executed, and my hand, which I have laid on them. So the house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord their God from that day forward. You see, this puts an end to the unbelief in Israel. It puts an end to their separation from God permanently. The Gentiles shall know that the house of Israel went into captivity for their iniquity because they were unfaithful to me. Therefore, I hid my face from them. I gave them into the hand of their enemies, and they all fell by the sword. According to their uncleanness and according to their transgressions, I have dealt with them and hidden my face from them. You ever wonder why it's so hard? Why It's like the church was Jewish, and then they just completely rejected Jesus and, and, and won't even talk to you now many times about Christ. God says he, he's, he's hidden his face from them. He has blinded their eyes, we're told in the New Testament, for the time being. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, now I will bring back the captives of Jacob and have mercy on the whole house of Israel. That's all we have time for today on Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. We're so glad you joined us, and we hope you'll be back next Friday at this same time. Each time you tune in, you'll hear from God's Word, learn what His heart is for you and your brothers and sisters in Christ, and how you can put His love into practice in your community. You'll hear from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth and other exciting guest speakers as we navigate the reality of the church in this modern world. If you'd like to listen to additional Community Night teachings, visit MainThingRadio.com today. You'll find our archive of these messages, as well as the Monday through Thursday verse-by-verse teachings from Pastor Robert. You'll also be able to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Do you live in Miami Beach? If so, we'd love to see you this Sunday at Calvary, Miami Beach. Join us at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study with Pastor Robert. 
We're also live streaming all of our services on our church website and Facebook Live. Find out more at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to the church website. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.